0: Hey everyone, welcome in to another daily editorial here on the KE Report. We're focusing a bit more on silver stocks with Eric Wetterling, founder and editor of The Hedgeless Horseman. Now, Eric, look, we can dissect all we want, uh, the silver stocks, whether they're minors, mid-tiers, or juniors, but fact of the matter is, unfortunately, a lot of these stocks are just drifting lower and lower and lower, like a lot of uh, other, I guess, resource stocks outside kind of that handful of stocks that we have discussed. But Eric, overall, how do you look at these silver stocks, either with ounces in the ground or exploration plans or producers when they're all just getting revalued lower?
1: Well, I I haven't been really that bullish on most silver juniors in quite some time the last time i really had at least in my let's say actively managed portfolio where i actually had a lot of silver was back in 2015 and i I remember back then it's like pretty much all i did it's like i you know heard silver was cheap i looked at silver juniors i saw a bunch of them being down a lot since 2011 i mean I kind of just mapped, okay, which junior is down the most? And I just went around looking for stuff that was down like 90, 92%, uh, 93% and, and stuff like that. First Majestic, Endeavor Silver, Bear Creek Mining even, I think Evino. I mean, that that is basically how simple my, quote, due diligence was back then because I had no idea, you know, what makes a good mine or anything like that. I just kind of bought, the stuff that was most bombed out and since then I mean we know what happened afterwards 2016 came epic rally and that kind of I think got some speculation going again in in the sector and I I think I've said multiple times on this show that I've almost always felt that silver juniors have traded with a speculative premium because it's like that's the go-to thing i mean back in 2016 they were pricing in higher silver price than where it was even though silver had made a big rally but now i'm seeing a bunch of stuff down like 88 90 92 (laughs) percent i've started actually to slide into some of these silver uh, juniors and most of them like make no mistake i see them mostly as trading sardines and i looked up a few of them Like seven companies I looked up, silver developers, they have some kind of, you know, resource in the ground. It's like their market caps, like 36 million, 36 million, 33 million, 35 million, 36 million, 35 million, 36 million. So they're kind of showing that they are all put in the same category, category. So I think that just shows how much, regardless of what the actual fundamentals are, how much they are traded like the exact same thing. Uh, speculation on silver prices.
2: Yeah, Eric, I think this is such an interesting topic because when we talk about precious metals mining stocks, silver are the most volatile of the group. Uh, the you know the most stable are the royalty companies, then the gold producers, then the gold developers and explorers. But the silver producers do okay sometimes, along with the like the mid-tier gold producers. But when you get down into the silver juniors, the developers and the uh, explorers, they're just insane to the upside and the downside. So if the market's in a bad sentiment funk like it is now they're just absolutely destroyed they're the most destroyed part of the precious metals complex but on upcycles they also blow past everybody else and they have the biggest gains so it's just the most speculative space to be in it's interesting to hear that you finally are looking at the silver stocks cuz i've heard you make that comment many times that they had a premium do you think some of the reason there's a premium is there's just not that many of them compared to gold stocks where there's almost a thousand there's really only about 100 silver stocks do you think it's that there's when money comes in there's just less opportunities from the squeeze into, kind of like what we're seeing in the uranium space.
1: Yeah. I mean, that that makes a lot of sense. If you are person X and you're dead set on buying silver juniors, you're not going to think of how many they are or whatever, or what they're trading at. You're just going to want to get exposure. X amount of people chasing fewer stocks than the gold stocks. I mean, it's going to get them to run even more. So I think Rick has made that comment as well that it's like it's simply such a small sector that when money wants to get in it's like you know uh, trying to get the hoover dam through a garden hose or something so i i think that's very accurate and it's like i mean i look at some of these more trading sardine types i mean they crash on a regular basis and by regular i mean like every two or eight years at least 65 to 89 percent the thing is if they're still around they always rally and like you said more than most so it's like i'm not to be honest like from a pure beta risk reward perspective i do think the gold developers are much better because gold actually does not suck right now so they actually have projects that are could be worth something right now most silver juniors they have silver projects and they have been slammed like 90 percent, but their projects probably don't make too much sense so it's like that is the speculate part in me. But then again, it's like, what is more unpopular than the riskier? Uh, I'm not going to say riskier, but it's like this part of the sector is what has sucked the most. So I think people are more turned off than it's like, well, pick any major crash, basically. Nobody wants it because they have seen none of them work. And they basically, some of them at least, converge to the exact same market cap which i find just h- hilarious so it's like I, I i have a hard time believing that every single silver developer company in that range is exactly identical i think there's some you know not hidden gems per se but like i i think there's yeah there there's room to be somewhat of a stock picker even though the main bet is that hey when the next sentiment flood uh, wave gets going again which is going to happen we just don't know when could get fun
0: so eric if you are in there bottom fishing what kind of silver stocks are you looking for jurisdiction wise asset size stage of project what what gets your money first
1: i'm trying to work that through myself right now because that's the stuff share structure and all that boring stuff that's not really something i paid too much attention to actually i mean probably to my own detriment but First of all, I would like to spread it around, and, and this is not going to be a major part of my portfolio, I don't think, at least. I mean, unless they, go, I don't know, get go down 50% from here. Uh, to, I mean, more, but I don't see that happening. So I, I, I try to look at share count a bit. It's like, okay, which are uh, have you know 500 million shares out versus 200 million shares. I'll probably go with the 200 million shares. Or favor that. And then some, you know, jurisdiction. There's some rumblings about, you know, open pit mining in Mexico. For example, probably not going to go through. But still, that might put a damper until that's cleared out. And then also, like, okay, look at what's the skin in the game here. Like, how much do they care about the stock actually going up? How much do they work for a salary? And also, like, some that have actually made financing recently have some kind of cash at least because otherwise it's it's gonna suck a bit that you know first uptick, private placement immediately and with you know full warrants but but the ones that are actually doing financings recently they do put out full warrants and i've tried to get into some as well so it's like on and on that point it's like hey if there's any point i would like to be in placements with warrants it probably would be silver or beta overall right now so that's i'm constantly nowadays on the hunt for like some actual beta bets and if i can get private placements that's even better because that skews the risk reward so much simply because there's no added risk you just get more upside need even less of an hit rate so i mean that's not everybody can do that of course so that's that's why it gets a bit tricky yes Where?
2: Let's hone in a little bit more on the alpha versus beta topic. We've talked about this before, but as it relates to silver, it's similar to gold, same kind of idea that for the last couple of years, people have been trained that the only thing that works is alpha. You got to find the company that makes the drill hit, makes a discovery, they get rewarded. Everybody is a herd and floods into that stock and it goes up. And that's happened to a handful of companies only out of the thousand out there, which means that the other 995 companies sucked wind that same kind of idea could be applied in silver. There are a few that'll make a discovery that'll turn some heads and they'll go up. But when you say you're into the beta, maybe break down what you mean a little bit more. I know what you mean, that there's ounces in the ground that they've already done a lot of work in the past they're not getting value for and you think it'll get revalued higher. Is there anything beyond that you look at for the beta? Are you looking at past performance? Are you looking at a certain amount of ounces in the ground? Are you looking at the quality of the ounces, whether they're underground mining versus open pit, as you mentioned? What a, Dial in a little bit more of the beta side of it that you're looking
1: at. I don't really have a good answer there because, again, it's like if my default setting is kind of trading sardine, then you don't do the necessarily huge due diligence because you it's like, I mean, let's put it like this. You're not going to find better or higher quality names, in my opinion, in the junior uh, silver space than the gold space. I mean, there's only a few silver juniors I actually like, think are you know, good companies, et cetera. So, so, it becomes much more a uh, play on psychology. So, so, yes, I mean, high grades, for example, that might attract some, but at, uh, 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 at the same time,'s like why did Bear Creek? why does Bear Creek go up so much? Because they had the Korani deposit, low grade, huge silver endowment. And it's like the uh, discovery silver discovery medals. I remember I bought the pre- predecessor, which was Levon Resources. I think I bought it in 2015, 16 or something. It was trading at 18 million market cap. I mean, Discovery Metals—they took over that asset. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, and that reached a market cap with the help of Tar Singh, who was running Discovery. Uh, to I think they topped out at 750 million. I mean, it's the same deposit, and they did a lot of work. But it's like, so I guess that's actually more of an alpha play. But but my point being is that some are attracted to higher grades and especially in better jurisdiction let's say but when we go into the let's you know late stage it's all about how much silver do you actually have because at some price point everything works anything works so it's like i don't have a good answer to that and that's why i'm I'm being you know kind of cautious like not touting any specific company out there because that that's my this is this is trading sardine mentality for me this is not something i'm like oh you know this company's absolutely great this is a buy and hold or whatever which i try to focus on most of the time and that's why alpha is typically where you go for that because a trading sardine by definition is not something you should or even could buy and hold and expect to make any money so it's like I, i i still i'm still working it out but so far i'm mostly looking at what's actually down the most do they have some cash is there i mean are they doing some work and and trying not to pick the shittiest unless they you know are lower value than the rest but again to my earlier point many of them have converged kind of so i'm just trying to pick the least bad apples let's say
0: Fair enough. You you outlined a couple of things there. Make sure that they have some money, that they are doing some work. And quite frankly, a lot of them are down I have 50, 60, 70, 80% from their highs of a few years ago. So you do have a wide variety of stocks to choose from. Eric, I have to ask then, what are you selling to rotate this money? Even though it's not much of your portfolio, what positions are you trimming to free up that capital to buy these silver stocks?
1: so far it's mostly been new money uh, i've sold some of the uh, silver for example uh, cashed in on those warrants which provided a good nice injection of dry powder but otherwise it's mostly like trimming here and there because it's like i don't think anything i hold is a clear sell in any way shape or form so then it comes down to some you know short-term volatility maybe one stock is up 10 percent that i can snag a bit from or something. And of course it's like I might completely turn around tomorrow. Let's say I have some mostly alpha cases and some of them just get gets absolutely slammed. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, even though I think these you know beta plays are probably a good bet, but I might sell the silver juniors tomorrow if there's enough volatility in some actually high quality, maybe a hybrid alpha and beta, whatever that sees that go down for no real reason so it's like as i always talk about it's like this is my way of value shuffling i mean i i, I bought some what was it like i bought some a- i80 recently but i actually have sold some i80 to buy some of these and i like a i80 a lot more <laughs> Uh, from like fundamental value uh, perspective, and I think that's dirt cheap as well, so it's like it depends, I was gonna say it depends, and I might change my mind at any point in time because i I don't try to predict too much and see what the market gives me in terms of volatility since now I'm interested in these silver juniors. if they weren't wouldn't have gone down ninety percent, I wouldn't be
0: Fair enough, so you're starting to dip your toes into some of these silver juniors, but not too aggressively who knows, there still might be some more downside here, but you are right in terms of they all seem to have corrected down to similar market caps, no matter what assets or jurisdictions they are in, with a couple silver stocks, we can say, bucking the trend and at least moving sideways, which seems to be the new up. Eric, thank you very much for, uh, I guess, your insights here on why you're getting into some, some select silver stocks. Eric, we'll chat again next week.